Imagine being able to travel to any point in time. Where would you go? And what would you do? You could witness some of the greatest moments in history. That's gotta be Kane! Break it down! Here we are on another episode of Turnbuckle Time Machine Season 5, Episode 24, Lake Placid, New York. Is that the Y2J? No, no, it's the 24. Oh, the 24, the show 24. Shout out to Jack Bauer. Shout out to Becky Hartley. R.I.P. Edgar. She loved that show. Who? Becky Hartley. Who's that? Oh, Mrs. Hartley? Yeah. Ha! Teacher, shout out! Is she a fan? Graduate, we should, well, you should uh, share this with her and and let her know we shouted her out here. We'll try sure. to keep this as PG as possible. Yeah, I remember she was giving me a ride home. She's like, "We gotta hurry. Twenty four starts in." Like <laughs> <laughs> that was like a whole episode of Twenty Four driving you home. That's, know, yeah. that's a great way to think about like rides for people. You know, like oh, we only got one hour. Is that what the Twenty Four was? Twenty Four hours. Well, each episode is one hour, and there's 24 episodes per oh, season. Makes sense. But it was like an hour of real time. That was Did you watch episode. it, though? Yeah. Good? Oh, it's awesome. For the time? Oh, still yeah. good? It probably still would hold up. Yeah. It would still hold up, uh, it, especially back then, though. It was like the best, really probably the best show on until Lost came out. Lost was Lost, good for five yeah, seasons. But then by then, 24 was over. But, like, dude, it was really good. Yeah, I think Lost I watched not when it was, like, what was on ABC, it was always on ABC. Okay. Yeah. But I watched it when it was on, like, Netflix. So, like, you didn't have to wait a week. I'd be Dude, let like me tell you. Let morning. me tell you. As the, the final season aired when I was in college, we had to, like, earmark a whole night for it. Some kid. So, I would go to my brother and Wiggles' dorm. Shout out to Wiggles. Not a subscriber. So yeah, he's probably whatever. not listening. But I'm a, we I'm would a, go to their dorm to, to watch it to be private because like i had like house with eight dudes and none of them were we gotta go be private yeah so we're going to a dorm room okay some guy because everybody was watching the finale like it was like two episodes before the finale cut the whole cable to the whole dorm on purpose yeah just to fuck with everybody just to fuck with everybody yeah wow yeah yeah still i don't know i mean that show kind of held up there's shows like that like back in the day that kind of hold their weight even back then i know the wire is one of the Dude, The Wire is really good. Classic ones. Um, Dude, I, I make Wire up. references in this podcast all the time. Every time I go, she. I never seen it, but I've heard that it. Dude, it's awesome. You should watch it. Yeah. I would recommend it. I think I did start to watch it, and oh my, coming. Watching it, and I'm like, oh my god, look at that cell phone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's great, dude. Omar is the best character in the history of television. I think. Mm, interesting. He's he's a uh, he's like a Robin Hood character, kind of. But he's like a thug, but and he's super badass. But he's also super gay. It that dynamic is awesome. Mm. And he and, whispers, was, and he whistles "Farmer in the Dell" every time he shows up, and everybody freaks out. You know, Omar coming, and they run away. Dude, it's so good. That you was before like you needed to have a gay guy in the. Sitcom. No, yeah, you didn't need to. Right. He didn't. But it worked. But it made his character even cooler. Cool. Yeah. 
Uh, Lake Placid, New York. Remember that movie? With yeah, that. with the alligator? Yeah. And Alli the guy from Prison Break, another good show on Fox back <laughs> yeah. in the day. He was in that movie. The brother who went to jail. There was a couple Lake Placids, weren't there? Well, the one I'm thinking of is that one that was came out in probably the mid-2000s. But, interesting trivia. Are you saying mid as in, like, the kids say mid? No. Or are you saying, well, like, the middle I mean, of the 2000s? it depends 2000s. on your rankings of the 2000s years. Then I bet, like, the, 2005 like was five, to, 5 to 9 was mid. It was mid. Yeah, but <laughs> if it's the best, then that's good. Then it's not mid. No, mid just means eh. Mid, yeah. But, yeah. like, if 5 was the best, then it's not mid. Right? No, I didn't say it was the best. I said it was mid. Oh, oh, I thought you were I saying it, it was wasn't mid, it. Yeah. No, so interesting Lake Placid trivia for all you all you trivia fans. Oh, you got here. Lake Placid trivia. I got there. Lake Placid trivia, which I learned here from Jr. and Vince McMahon. Lake Placid. Oh, you do, yeah. Hosted the 1980 Olympics. Hmm. What? Yeah. What? What? Yeah. Is that the one that Bruce Jenner won the decathlon? And also the 1932 Olympics. Klaus looked that up. And 32, it seems. Yeah, and then and then Jr. made a joke. Asked Vince, "Oh, hey, how how were your seats at the 1932 one?" Oh, because he's Cause old. Vince is old. Yeah. Well, he's still getting tail. He's got to pay for that tail, but he's still getting tail. <laughs> well, when you got the money, ain't no thing. Which no, one Bruce Jenner won in '72, so okay. that is legit. Then he did not win at Lake Placid. I thought we boycotted the 1980. Oh, Winter where, Olympics. Where did she winter win? Winter Olympics. Where did she win it at? Where were the Winter Olympics in 72? Uh, it wasn't winter. It was summer. Okay. Um, for Bruce Jenner. Makes sense. Munich. Oh, Munich. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, here you go. Educational podcast. So that means. Once again. That does mean, though, that there was a summer and a Winter Olympics in the year 1980. So that, they must not have set them split up then. And the Winter Olympics was in Lake Placid. And I believe the 1980 Summer Olympics were in Russia. And the U.S. boycotted it because of the Soviet Union. Yeah. Was that 80? Yeah, I think so. So that was like the same year. 1980 Summer Olympics. Uh, yeah, Moscow. Even... So, yeah, yeah, so we boycotted that. So we were big on the Lake Placid Games back then. But what is Lake Placid as a city to be hosting? I, that I don't know. They can't even fill a whole... Hockey arena for Raw. Yeah, we watched this. This Raw is... It just seems like they missed out on... Or they ran out of chairs. You know, though, you think that... You have a lot of chairs that. left over from 1980. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe. Not a lot of people. Break it down. Maybe not enough chairs. Uh, let's get into this. Season Hell five. of a Raw. Hell of a Raw. Yeah. Basically, um... A really good Raw. A lot going on. More drama. More drama than the last one. You think more? I eh. think. I don't know if it's more, but it holds up more. It's more... It's more profound. It's more... It's very impactful drama. So, it delivered on all the drama from the previous week. And some. And, uh... And we start right out with some bad news again. Bad news bears. Shawn Michaels out four to six weeks with a neck injury. Now his knee gets better for one match, two matches, and now his neck's hurt four to six weeks. Yeah, heartbreak, neck break. What else is wrong with him? Knee break. Knee break. Yeah, yeah. 
It's tough. Prison Break. Prison Break. Let's go back to Prison Break. Prison Let's talk break. about Great that show. for a minute. Great show. Great show. Uh, well, you know, Illinois. Got the Illinois connection. They were in Fox River Prison. Fox River Penitentiary. Um, really cool show, though. Same time frame. So I think it was both Monday nights. It was back-to-back. -back, 24 Prison Break. 24 mm. for a few years. Didn't the guy have, like, a map tattooed on his ass? He got the whole blue, blue blueprint of the prison tattooed on his back. Such a better prison tattoo than, like, what you normally see. Like Ahmed's uh, Omega bring-in that he mm -hmm. has on his back? Yeah. We'll get into that. Tag yeah. tournament. Out of nowhere. So, or yeah, because, Shawn for some, I guess kind of because Shawn Michaels is injured, but doesn't really make any sense why that would be. It's more because Stone Cold can't be wasted in tag title defenses. They're doing a tag yeah. team tournament for the winner, uh, getting a title shot against Stone Cold. And if Shawn Michaels isn't ready yet, an, a, a partner of his choosing. Hmm. So we can, I like it could that either, either way. Whoever. I like and that either way. Stone Cold comes out, and he's pissed off, and he's... Calling Vince up to the ring, like, yo, yo, come here, come here. No, you come here. You come here. He and, comes there. And he gets there, yeah, because you're not going to say no to Stone Cold. And basically, he starts saying, I don't need no partner. You made me have a partner in the first place. I'll defend it with, right. with, by myself. I don't, I don't give no shits. But you're knock, knock again. Knock, 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 knock. knock. Stone Cold, let me Mankind tell you interrupts and. Stone Cold kind of thinks about it for a minute. He's like, you know what? I've already had a boy toy with earrings on, and you don't even have an ear. Yeah, you got no ears. And uh, I I don't need Shawn Michaels out here with his long hair and shaking his ass. And line of the night, maybe? Probably the line of the night here. Uh, Mankind says, I could shake my ass. He says, I, no, he says, I already have long hair. And I got a pretty nice ass. <laughs> he said, you got a fat ass. That's this is how we're starting wrong. Like, this is going to be is, well, This is good. This is going to be a good one. And Ken Shamrock, Mr. Comes Out Every 15 Minutes, is coming out. But it hasn't been 15 minutes. He comes out. And he's pissed about Stone Cold because he gave him a stunner last week. And says he doesn't like bullies. Right. We should mention Mankind. Said, have a nice day and think about it before this. It's not like this is all still happening. Yeah. Said, I have a nice ass. He said, you have a fat ass. And he said, well, I, tell, I can tell you, you have some time to think about it. So have a nice day. I'm liking this have a nice day thing. Yeah. It's going to catch on. I, I bet it catches on. I, I bet on. it does. <laughs> uh, and Vince yeah, is saying, yeah, go on. Shamrock is pissed. And I'm really noticing for the first time that he might have a lazy eye. I didn't peep that out. Does he have a lazy? You know, I mean, he's a fighter, so maybe a detached retina, perhaps. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. I just feel like he's looking not directly at me all the time. Well, it's probably not looking at you at all. Well, more to come. More to come from there. <laughs> and what happened with uh, Brian Pillman and Stone Cold last week? Stone Cold never got to fight Brian Pillman. So Vince says that that match will be taking place tonight. But we all know what you're thinking. Yeah, that match is going to take place tonight, but the Hart Foundation are just going to interfere. Vince has an idea. Well, let's take the Hart Foundation and we'll handcuff them to the we ring stole, post. stole that idea from the match we were going to yeah. have at King of the Ring. Yeah, they bought all the handcuffs. Yeah, they only had like, three. And that's all what are we going to do here? 
Uh, so yeah, that'll be uh, good. But also, Ken Shamrock is challenging Stone Cold. And he says, let's do this right here, right now. And Vince is like, stick with the program, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So maybe that's a will they, won't they later on? Well, he says they're going to have a match after the Pillman match. Because okay. Stone Cold seems to think it's going to be easy peasy for him. Shout out to Peasy. Easy peasy. I think we'll see what happens. But intrigued by where this is going. I'm excited for this tag tournament. I, I really am excited for this tag tournament. Mm. At least it's going to keep something, you know, we don't have to keep waiting for every pay-per-view and kind of like skip around the in your houses to the bigger ones like i don't know what do we have leading up to SummerSlam here do we have, we have a couple, so much a couple in your houses a couple in your houses i think those will be a really good one it's yeah. gotta be the new blackjacks it's gotta <laughs> be the new blackjacks the new blackjacks which we haven't seen in a while are coming out and they're gonna be versing british bulldog and owen hart Remember, British Bulldog has the European title. Owen Hart still has the IC title, but no tag titles anymore. And this is the first round of the tag team tournament. It is. We get two matches for the yeah. um, uh, tag team tournament going on. They don't have a bracket out yet. They're not showing the bracket. I don't know if they know who the other two two team, four teams are. Oh, uh, LeFond? So, <laughs> yeah. Probably the most yeah. It's got to be. The gotta most be the, exciting. Got to be LeFond and Furnace. Yeah. Got to be... Uh, Maybe is there anyone else? Godwins, if they yes, ever come back we, out, know. you know. Well, are, uh, is there another tag team that I'm missing here? I feel like there is, or no? Is there not? Maybe not. Hmm. Yeah, no, no there, there really is. isn't. There really isn't that we know of right now. Because if you think about all the ones historically, the the, the gun club's gone. Yeah, Gun you Club's know. gone. Skip um, and Zip, skip and zip are gone. Nomas. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I'm going to think about it when we go on. But uh, new Blackjacks versus British Bulldog, Owen Hart. Uh, match actually wasn't terrible. I, you know, I think Blackjacks just kind of need some decent people besides Philip LaFon and Doug Furness. Yeah, then they actually have a good upper hand here for a good chunk yeah, of Yeah, they this actually man. did, yeah. Um, there's a spot where uh, Blackjack Bradshaw has Bulldog... He looks like he's going to go for a power slam. Bulldog actually holds his legs, and Owen hits a uh, spinning heel kick. They end up covering him, and British Bulldog, Owen Hart. Ball's deep on that cover, by the way. It was. It was erotic. Yeah, very yeah. erotic. They don't call him Blackjack Bradshaw for nothing. Nope. They don't call him Rick Fett for nothing. No. <laughs> uh, and speaking of Godwins, I can't even do a good banjo. Do, 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 do. That's a little bit better. Phineas comes out and he's riding solo. Shout out to Jason Derulo. I'm riding solo. I'm riding solo. And he's going to be versing the 1997 King of the Ring champion, Triple H Trump. With China. With China. Um, She's out there. She's looking good. And I think I have. Um, so My she, sign of the night here, there wasn't very good There were signs. a lot of signs, but not a lot that were really good. This is a good one. I like it. It's topical. It works. It was also the best one, so... And it's not that good. It just said, China spanked me. Sounds hot. Sounds hot. But what, there was, like, Ultimate Warrior Would fans you enjoy that? Would you enjoy China spanking? Are you even getting spanked, guy? I'm not... No, I'm not a big <laughs> spanked guy. Have you ever been spanked in the middle of lovemaking? 
No. Never once. I don't I don't think that that would, you know. It's distracting. It's terrible. I feel like it would be distracting. It's like, what are you doing? I'm a big letting the dog lick my ass guy. No, we it. know that. Yeah. And I'm on board. Like, I see, could see the pleasure there. Not but, that I'm asking for it. No, no, but, but if, if it, it happens, happens, it happens. happens. Yeah. You know. For sure. Yeah. Are it's, you a big getting spanked guy? No, no, I think it's the worst. I don't even understand. I don't mm. understand how, how anyone could enjoy that. I understand uh, people enjoying prostate stimulation more than I under, understand people enjoying Sure, there's science back behind that. I don't know yeah. that getting spanked. Thing. It just hurts. Why do you want to? That hurts? Yeah. Ow! Yeah. Maybe it's, I don't know. Imagine like spanking your kid and like, hey, you keep doing that. Is, that, is, gonna... that, is that why people like it? Maybe. I think it's, it's more. I think it's more women that like. I mean, I don't women remember. like it. Women like it. Yeah, I think it's a daddy. But thing. it was a guy who had the sign "China Spank." <laughs> this this is true. So that's why this I'm bringing is true. it. True. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. But yeah, no, not a big swipe up if you're a big getting spanked. Not that we're gonna judge you for it. It's just no. Uh, we want to know your perspective. I yeah. think more than anything, why is it cool? Like, why is it pleasurable? What does it add? So we're a big sex podcast now, too. Yeah, I'm trying to break that down. Break it down. And I'm trying to think, like, even the choking thing, I don't, I guess there I is, get that more, but still don't get that. Yeah, I guess because you can say it's the best orgasm. If you, I mean, if you think about the David Carradine dying trying to choke himself mm -hmm. to death while Allegedly. jerking it. Seems like it's probably I feel like you good. can kill somebody, strangle them, and just be like, oh, I'm just going to hold their pants down, put their dick in their hand, and be like, yeah. He was, he was just trying to get off. Okay. Got it. Tell people about that. All right. So Phineas and Triple H. And Phineas is going for a slap drop, actually doing pretty well yeah, in this match. Yeah, he's got the upper hand. Yeah. yeah. And then he sees China on the apron. And he stops and goes. What up, girl? Yeah. You do I do the speak? slap drop here? Or do I, maybe I give her a slap drop? Ooh. So he goes over to China. And Phineas Kisses China on the lips. And she is disgusted. Yeah, Someone she... finally got the upper hand on China here. How many chicks has Phineas kissed? Two. Two? So far that we've seen. Huh. Sonny and China. Not this, doing that So Goldust still has four. <laughs> four chicks? Four kisses, really. Four dudes. Four, yeah. I bet Goldust has kissed Phineas, but I don't know if we're counting that. If you said chicks, right? Well, if, you, if Goldust kisses Phineas, and Phineas kissed two chicks. Oh, no, Goldust did give a peck to Marlena that one time. We were like, oh, oh they make that? out. They were like, yeah, they were doing no, that. Was met several pecks. It was, yeah, that's yeah, not making yeah. out. It's but, like, like if, how many pecks adds to a make out? Like, ten? I, I think they had ten I pecks. I feel like that's a make out. That's just a million pecks. A million packs. <laughs> we do one make out. You know so, yeah, Who anyways, Triple H ends up hitting that pedigree. Right after that, one, two, three, Triple H wins. And then Henry comes out. I thought he had a broken freaking neck. Yeah, I thought so too. A broken freaking neck. And he's back already. Uh, there was like, it seems like it wasn't that long ago, but maybe it was like six I think months it was ago. Long ago. Probably six. I mean, uh, we're in June here. I bet it yeah. was like six months ago. Could have been. Back. And I guess he's been back for a bit. We haven't seen it. It must be on like Shotgun Saturday or something. But they're saying. Are they still doing Shotgun Saturdays? Yeah, yeah. They just showed a highlight from Shotgun oh, Saturday did? on the last episode. Oh. That was when um, Pillman and JR were doing announcing and Stone Cold attacked Brian Pillman. Oh, right, 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 right. But we. So they must. Because he says, Vince or, or JR says, then Henry's been just real ornery ever since he's gotten out. 
back from injury. Well, it makes sense because Henry's coming out and he's pissed. And I think he's he's mad because Phineas could have won the match, but China distracted, right? Yeah. And Phineas, you know, he can't help himself. He's got these urges. We all do. Urges for splurges. And he's yelling at Vince McMahon saying that it's his it's fault. It's all his fault. What does that mean? Because he let her up on the ringside and he doesn't do anything. But Vince isn't, like, playing this owner character with authority at this point. So, like, is it his fault? It's, it's yes and no. You see people, like, digging at Vince, and then he's just like, oh, well, anything could happen. It's my fault now. That's what yeah, he said yeah. in that. He's like, well, I guess everything's my fault now in a World Wrestling Federation. Yeah. Um, this is a good promo. This actually might be the line of the night. We have an interview with Farouk. Let's recap. All he has on his team right now is D-Lo. And he's promising two more people. You want to do the line of the night? I'll do it. And he says, I promise, he said, I will always deliver. I'm going to promise two new members of the Nation of Domination. And I promise they're going to be bigger, they're going to be better, they're going to be better, and they'll definitely be blacker. So blacker than a white guy crush, Hawaiian white guy, but mm -hmm. white guy crush, and Savio, a Puerto Rican. So right. that means they're going to be two black guys, or a black guy and a Puerto Rican. And <laughs> because that would still be blacker than crushing. Correct. Yeah, yes, so, correct. I take that back. That's not my line. <laughs> my line of the night is when Vince quoted Farouk. <laughs> yeah, way later. He says bigger. He says better. He says better and definitely blacker. I'm like, oh. Vince is going to say, he didn't say black before when Farouk was saying it. When he's like, African American. Yeah. He's like, oh, uh, notwithstanding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we finally get Sunny. We were teasing her last week. Where has she gone? She's coming out to be the guest ring announcer. So at least she's doing a little bit more than just promoting. I um, like this because this is adding layers sure, to the whole story. Yeah. This specifically. Mm -hmm. And I like this. So this is where now we got Paul Heyman. Yeah, he's going to be on, a guest commentary. On commentary. Mm -hmm. And this is a cross-promotional match, meaning that I think one of them is going to be from ECW. The first person she announces is from, what is it, the UWF? Yeah, the, Brian Christopher. No, not UWF. UWSA. UWSA, yes. Yeah, which is a Memphis Wrestling Association. Brian Christopher, who you may know as Too Sexy from uh, Too Cool. Mm -hmm. Also... Jerry the King Waller's son. Also, R.I.P. R.I.P. Brian Christopher. Verse. Hung himself in jail. Verse. Skip himself. Skip. Chris Candido. Speaking of Sonny, and speaking of guys that are not banging Sonny, her boyfriend, <laughs> Chris Candido. Also, R.I.P. R.I.P. Wow, what a dead person match. Yeah. I didn't think about it then, but like... Dude, Brian Christopher, too sexy, is iconic and awesome, and I feel so bad that he is dead. Chris Candido, it's okay. Sucks that he's dead. Too. Yeah, heard he was a really good guy. Yeah, like he was married to this chick for five years, and she just banged everybody else besides mm -hmm. him, and then would just beat the shit out of him. Yeah, so on Somos. Yeah, well, probably sometimes without Somos. Who knows. So, match goes on. Jira the King Lawler attacks Chris Candido, and RVD comes in to help. And then Tommy Dreamer comes out with a chair. So, a lot of ECW drama kind ECW, of making its ECW, way here in the ECW, World Wrestling ECW. Federation. 
Next up, Jim Nightheart versus Goldust. Little uh, payback for last week, I guess? Maybe. These matches are just kind of getting a little, I don't know. Well, they're just throwing in they're random cross-promotional matches now because yeah. they're they're getting stale, some of these. Yeah, so. they're all stale. Um, but Marlena and Bulldog comes out. Marlena tries to hit Bulldog. Bulldog actually catches Marlena's hand. He's not going to get hit again two weeks in a row. And then Goldust attacks Bulldog. And then both the heart members attack Goldust. They throw Goldust back in the ring. And then Goldust does this thing where, like, the guy goes to flip him over and he gets on his knees and, like, Hits an uppercut, and this time he lands the uppercut, Poorly. which he normally does, and it was a, it was the worst one. And then he gets a pin off this one, two, three. Gold Dust wins. Yeah. So go ahead and play Gold Dust music. He just won. That's British Bulldogs music. <laughs> what was the song you were just doing? Because that definitely wasn't British Bulldogs. What's his song? What's the Bulldog song? <laughs> was that more like an Irish folk song? <laughs> Sorry. Get my countries mixed up. What, what, I can't do, do it now because you got this other one all stuck uh, in my head. Just play it real quick so we don't get taken off of anything. Just play. What like, do you mean taken off of anything? You think people are going to take us off of here? No, if we play copyrighted play, music? Yeah, we, they do. They do. What was stuff? There's nothing copyrighted about about what you just did. <laughs> you just made up a song. I did. It's it's dude. Just play it. That's not it. But this must be when he comes back. Yeah. It's got to be the. Alright, play it. Shut it up. Shut it up. Shut it up. Alright, alright, alright. The other one must be when he comes back in 99 for the Attitude Era. Sure. Uh, the match we've all been waiting for, ladies and gentlemen, your main event. Which somehow we just put in the middle here. But it is a good match. Well, he's going to have to wrestle Kevin, Ken Shamrock after this. Oh, right, 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 right. That's right. Stone Cold Steve Austin, Brian fucking Pillman. And the match is going on. All these members are handcuffed. The ref has the key. And Brad, no, no Brett, just so you guys know. So there's only three people. Yeah. Handcuffed. That means it's British Bulldog, Jim Neidhart, and Owie. Lil mm -hmm. Owie. Lil Owie. They're all handcuffed, and Pillman and Stone Cold are in the ring. Mm -hmm. um, so, spot outside where Stone Cold is outside the ring, and then he takes advantage of these guys being handcuffed. He starts attacking British Bulldog. But then Brian Pillman gets a hold of Stone Cold, grabs the, uh, the extension cord for the camera, Wraps it around Stone Cold's neck and probably strangles him for a minute and a half out there. Yeah, and he doesn't die, so that's good. And uh, no DQ. So there must be no DQs. Oh, yeah, yeah, no DQs. So Brian Pillman's nose got busted open. Do you see where that was at? Yeah, so that was right before. He comes up at Austin. Austin's beating up Bulldog in the corner. Uh, and Pillman comes at Austin with a chair, and Austin just kicks it at him. Oh. Yeah, so. Legit. Yeah. Legit cut, though. Yeah, legit. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so he's he's looking cool. He actually looks pretty cool. Yeah, really he actually, I think Dude, we I gotta tell you, yeah, I thought about this during the match, and I and I, I, there's few things that I would change about the Attitude Era, but man, if I could just go back, and we could go back and figure out how to make this happen. What's not? We're not going to do anything. it. We could. I just I just want everyone. Mm -hmm. We could, but we're not gonna keep Brian Pillman alive. 
and have him be part of the Attitude Era. That would be amazing. Like, if there's one thing that you could add here to the Attitude mm -hmm. Era to make it better, it would be Brian Pillman. Yeah. Because he's, he's tailor-made for it. He's already... I agree. He's, he's the only person, really. Him and Stone Cold right now who are bringing the Attitude Era alive. To a small degree, maybe Farouk, but nobody else that is right now happening is bringing it, bringing it like it's supposed to be, and and it's really. I don't want to discredit the things that mankind's doing. But oh yeah, right, no, mankind, ahead. you're go right ahead. too. Yeah. He's there, mm -hmm. but like still, if you had, if you could take away one person, so let's say you have to. I, I don't know that we do. We can make it work without this, but if you, if but you got to think if he's getting the screen time that he deserves, someone's got to move out. Someone's okay. leaving out the of attitude the attitude era, era and then so, just replace with Brian Pillman. And you replace it with Brian Pillman. Not necessarily their storylines or anything, but you gotta think that the the time you the just screen gotta time, one out. Yeah, the screen time they're not getting they're not gonna get over. Who, who does it need to be someone with a lot of screen time? Well, it could be, it could not be. I mean it has to be like that they're taking he's taking that space. Uh, I would replace him with the rock. You're taking the rock. I'm just out. kidding, I'm <laughs> kidding. Um I would probably say Man, because the Attitude Era, there's so many, uh, and I'm not thinking this, but like guys that come in my head are like Al Snow, which I wouldn't replace. Big Boss. You man. wouldn't replace Al Snow for Brian Pillman? They had such a good storyline. It was, I mean, it was hilarious, but like if it you was were going to say Brian Pillman, you would not get rid I of Al I have Al a guy. Okay, I have okay, a guy. Okay. I'm just saying guys like Al Snow, yeah, okay. Big Boss Man, they come to my mind immediately. It's like, mm, they weren't like all time greats. But they had some good storylines. They did, yeah. You, and you sure. could have replaced that with Brian Pillman and vice versa. But maybe Viscera? Viscera. I guess. That could be. I mean, like, what, what did he really add? Not shit. I think he just injured a lot of people. So you Right, right. Well, I think he did that. Like, that's why he never really made it big later. Because he came back and he was like... Do you what? have Do you have a guy in mind? So I thought about this. And just in, in, a, in a way that makes sense storyline-wise... And, but this is also going to upset people because this is a very popular character. Mm -hmm. Rikishi. Mm. You take Rikishi from when he came in as Rikishi, not as the Sultan, right. as Rikishi, as he starts Survivor Series 99, I think. Uh, Sounds about right. And his whole thing is he's with Too Cool, whatever. That's awesome. But he ran over Stone Cold. Who would it make more sense to run over Stone Cold? Rikishi for no reason? Or fucking Brian Pillman, who's been hating Stone Cold for five years since he almost, he had to shoot him at his house. He beat up all his childhood friends. Yeah. He broke his ankle. He invaded his house. Broke all his children's toys over his friends. That red wagon. I think the red wagon survived. So imagine Brian Pillman lives. He's the guy who ran over Stone Cold. Yeah. How awesome what, was the, what was the angle with um, Rikishi hitting well, Stone Cold for the Rock because oh, it was yeah, the Rock yeah, had yeah, that yeah, match, yeah, yeah. so he uh -huh. got the win. Yeah. And so that's who that's benefited, right. but the Rock had no idea. But we'll get to that yeah, in we'll a few years. That, yeah. Spoiler alert! I, I think I'm still taking Viscera. I mean, if you, if you want to like just eliminate people, but like Viscera didn't have that. I mean, I guess he had more screen time than he deserved. I also was thinking like people like Y2J or people like Kurt Angle, like who are who become iconic. But imagine if like. Why like Y two J was new and it was cool, but like if he if Pillman's there, do, do you need a Y two J? Those are interesting yeah. questions that we'll never answer. Maybe we we won't mess with the past, or maybe we just do it in another dimension where that happens and Pillman becomes president. 
Pillman and there's for Prez. What is, what, Pillman for Prez, or there's World Peace. I'm on board. Peaceful Pillman. Peaceful sounds like Pillman. A, sounds like a good uh, campaign yeah, slogan. Yeah, Sleeping Joe Pillman. Sleeping <laughs> Joe. Any more than sleeping pill, Joe? He's so much more eloquent than Joe Biden and Trump, really. Yeah, he's got the words, man. Yeah, he would, he would win, he would win any election. I R. agree. Hey, R.I.P. Brian Pillman. Yeah, gone too soon. If I could wear my Pillman shirt still. I yeah, would. well, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> so, uh, and back inside the ring, uh, the ref is pushing Stone Cold away because he's beaten Brian Pillman in the corner, and you can't do that for too long and stone cold just stuns the ref so the ref's knocked out in the corner of the turnbuckle and pillman hits a low blow meanwhile lou owie is Owie. digging inside the referee's pants giving him a hand job yeah Lowie. and the referee blows a load inside that load is the handcuff key how did he get that in his dick like that <laughs> yeah. and what kind of urethra does he have to be able to shoot it out with just one load of semen yeah what kind of key was it was so it, was like, it more impressive for the referee to be able to shoot it out yeah or for little Owie to be able to give that good of a hand job <laughs> we know Lil Owie's giving good hand jobs <laughs> they don't call him little Owie for nothing <laughs> where are we where are we at that was okay so uh owen hart has the <laughs> fuck <laughs> Owen Hart has the key. He unlocks himself. Um, and then, meanwhile, uh, the Hart Foundation is all getting their handcuffs out. Brian Pillman has a little, little something-something in his hand. Hits Stone Cold with it. Goes for the pin. Another ref comes in. It's a one. It's a two. But Stone Cold kicks out. Stone now, Cold ain't losing to nobody. Now, the rest of the Hart Foundation are no longer bound to the ring post and they start kicking stone cold's ass and this here in the world wrestling federation is where we draw the line dq dq that's illegal jerk Straight off the ref guy jerk off a ref stunner ref how would you <laughs> not how do you not declare yeah. that the dq mm. stunning the referee the other ref's like nah fuck that ref i hate that guy yeah he banged my wife. He's like, that's a DQ. He's like, actually, he's getting jerked off. This oh, will yeah. benefit him. No, this is good. Yeah. He, he told me, he always told me, don't DQ him after jerking me off afterwards. So let me get this straight. If Owen Hart never jerked off the ref. That was his fault then. They that was won. his fault, they yeah. They won. Mm. Wow. Damn. That's a, wow. maybe a, we're getting a face turn from Owen Hart here? <laughs> I don't know. Is it a heel turn or a hand turn? Yeah, maybe a little hand turn. Hand turn. Mm -hmm. So Mankind comes out, and then he's helping, and then Ken Shamrock comes out. And everybody's helping. And then Goldust comes out. Out of nowhere. What's going on here? So you had me guess last, how many people is this? One, two? It's five. It's five people. Five by five. You told me I had, Ahmed was in on this, so he's out. You told me you didn't know the fourth person, could have been any of these guys, might have been Bart Gunn, you said. And you also yeah. said LOD, right? Yeah. Because they come out now, too. <laughs> yeah. They do. So we Actually. got Stone Cold. We got Mankind. We got Shamrock. And we have LOD. And they're all kind of fighting each other. And who will be the voice of reason, Tom? There's only one voice Are of reason. Are they really going to have a hetero guy? They don't, the straightest guy ever. By the way, last episode, there was a sign that said, Gold Dust, still gay. 
Not is still gay, it just said just still gold gay. Dust, gold still dust, gay. Still just not gay. gold dust. Gold dust is. The, it just the said gold dust, dust itself is gay. <laughs> That's what they were saying. Like, oh. you, you wouldn't consider the dust heterosexual. I don't consider it anything. Why not? It's your know. job as a wrestling commentator. To really break down. This is our whole the thing. sexual preference of the oh, dust. the dust. Yeah. Huh. I guess. Some type, of, some type of gold substance. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's really, gold dust, Vince. Yeah. <laughs> gold substance. So gold dust gets the mic and he says, this is exactly what the Hart Foundation want. They want all of us to go against each other so they can get the upper hand. But he says, I see five guys in this ring and they got to face five guys. And this is where five Stone... Guys, five guys. Oh. oh, yeah. This episode is sponsored by... Five guys! Five guys. I just saw an interview with like uh, I think it was from I think it was from like Star Trek, or Star Trek movie. This British lady is interviewing two of the two of the actors. One of them's the Harold from Harold and Kumar, who plays the gay guy, the gay Asian guy, uh, and then um, Neil Patrick Harris. No, 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 the guy from um, uh, what's it called, Harold and Kumar, but he's in Star Trek. He plays uh, what's his name. He's the, the gay guy that played the Asian guy in the original Star Trek. Where did that stop? Did this get unplugged? I don't think so, did it? Mm. Can't be much further than that. We're at 30, 36 here, which, I don't know. Huh. Break it down. Post that video. Yeah, let's just do the video. Let's let's hope, yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna work out. Right. Let's Can you edit out. this part out? No, we'll nah, it'll be fine. We'll leave it in. Robert's terrible at recording. Let's uh, oh, contemplating. Let's just hope it works out. It's gonna work out. Okay, but I guess what's his name? George Takai. George Takai, the right. gay Asian from the original Star Trek. Okay. All right. Henry Cho plays him, who's Harold from Harold and Kumar. Okay. And then the other guy is also was in Lord of the Rings. But nonetheless, that's not important to the story. She's asking, like, oh, if you could just, like, you know, like, teleport to one place. Like, if you're in your bed and you want to teleport, like, for me, it'd be, like, to teleport to five guys. You know, like, I'm in my bed. I just want to go to five guys. And they're like, fuck, five guys? This whore? <laughs> you just want to go teleport five of them? They're yeah. like, and then she's like, this is, like, years ago. She's like. They're like, what's that? You've never had five guys? They're like, no, yeah, it seems like, <laughs> yeah, like a no, lot. I've never. Oh, no, it's like a burger place. Oh, oh, a burger place that makes way more sense than we thought you were just gonna go bang five guys. Nonetheless, that's a good cop out though. On her end, yeah, she's like, <laughs> no, god, no, word. you were looking at me so weird. So Stone Cold agrees, and he says, I'll do it because Gorilla Monsoon's fat ass is eventually going to make me pick five other people. But just know, when we're done with this, it's back to, what does he say? It's not back to, what, what's his deal with that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he says, we're not going to be hanging out, drinking beers, and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold, and then he throws the mic at Animal. <laughs> 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 so Sable comes out, and she's doing more than selling T-shirts. She's introducing another the next guest match. ring announcer, huh? I know. So they got these matches that nobody cares about. So you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna throw these hot chicks out to be the ring announcers. Yeah, 
Bobby Holton versus Tommy Rogers, or is it Bobby Bolton? Holton. Mm -hmm. Either way, they're introducing this light heavyweight match. It's the first time they're saying it's a light heavyweight match, which is maybe so. Jr. mentions. Yeah, they're bringing a light heavyweight double division digits. <laughs> into this, meaning they're gonna have a light heavyweight belt. Everyone under 215 pounds, so like some high flyers and stuff. So it's the first match we get. Yeah, and these guys really don't look like. They don't look like high flyers like you would ever think. No, you're thinking like hundred. These guys were like guys. tag tag team. This were these guys were a tag team in mid south wrestling. In they the both like, but they did had the body of a zip. Yeah, or skip, zip or skip. Yeah. Well, yeah, more zip than skip. More zip than skip. <laughs> but like, yeah. So one of them might have been zip. Where has zip been? R.I.P. R.I.P. Zip. No, Zip's still alive. Skip is dead. Yeah, I know. R.I.P. So, they do actually, it's actually a good match. There's some good moves, different things you don't see every yeah. day in the WWF. And a crazy finisher here. Yeah. It's Taking a, that page out of Christian's. He steals Christian's finisher. Or maybe Christian steals Tommy Rogers' finisher. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. He clearly does. Well, he I haven't seen Christian does. yet. Yeah, I haven't seen Christian either. Uh, Mark Merrill comes out, and he's getting Sable out of the ring. He's not too aggressive about it, but he's like, you know, you did your thing. Yeah, Let's, he looks uh, kind of like a dick. Out. He's not being pause here. I miss Mark Merrill. <laughs> I kind of do, too. But. Yeah. We got it on the record. Maybe not on here, but I got it on there. Uh, we're going to do another tag team tournament match. Headbangers for Share the King Lower and Rob Van Dam. Not a bad match. Um, but in the middle of it, Sandman comes out, another guy from ECW. Uh, and the ref's distracted. He takes a candlestick, sticks it in between King's legs, and just lifts him up by the dick. By the dick! And then the headbangers, and correct me if I'm wrong, do this new finishing move called the Family Jewels. Is this new? Yeah. We're on the top turnbuckle, and you like, throw them, them off onto it. I, I, I agree. I don't think I've seen it. Um, Headbangers will get the win here in advance, and outside the ring, RVD is being attacked by Dreamer and Sandman. And now, Paul Heyman's kind of getting his crew kind of together, and he's telling them not to attack them. So, what, do you think this uh, ECW cross-promotion thing is going to continue much longer? Seems like it's going to for I a bit. I think so, yeah. But it, I don't know. All the it's way like to 2001. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, backstage now, we have Paul Bearer, and he is saying to Amen, You better listen to me the way Undertaker listens to me. And Ahmed Johnson says, what does he say, Tom? He says, Undertaker, I respect you. I respect what you stand for. But if this creep gets in my way, you and me, we're going to have a problem. So there's some hostility there. Yeah. We know that last week, or two weeks ago, or at the, I guess last week at King of the Ring, Undertaker got Pro River Plunge. Two weeks ago, Ahmed got Chokeslam. Yeah. Uh, but we... We got to think mutual they're going to coexist here. here yeah. He also does call Paul Bear uh, Pillsbury Doughboy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pillsbury Doughboy. Um, so, Farouk, he's not going to have D'Lo, apparently. He's going to bring out two new guys. Well, one in the match. Yeah. And another guy. So, like, it's a tag match. Him and yeah. a mystery guy. Mystery guy. Against 
Undertaker and Ahmed. So, who do you think it's going to be? I think we, we kind of came up with it just before the match because we're thinking, oh, who's going to all join the nation? We know The Rock. We know The Rock. We know Mark Henry. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, The Godfather. Godfather, too. So, we're um, thinking it's going to be The Godfather. Who's not The Godfather here, but what is his name? Kama Mustafa. Kama Mustafa. Kama Mustafa. Yeah. Kama Mustafa Obama Rosama. Nacho Mama. Not so Undertaker mama. and Ahmed come out, and Farouk says, come on out. Come on out. And we're waiting for this guy to come out. And from, like, the crowd, uh, Kama Mustafa comes into the ring and starts attacking Undertaker. And that is, that's the Godfather. And my the God. And, and he's giant. He's, he's about as big as the Undertaker. I, yeah, like maybe by, like, an nine. inch. Yeah, yeah. Like he's pretty close. Uh, and yeah, you don't appreciate how giant this guy is when he's just the uh, godfather mm -hmm. doing the whole train left and right. But I mean, he is an imposing figure. Yeah, definitely. If uh, Vince wasn't so racist, probably would have been heavyweight champion at some point. Sure. Uh, and then the match is, this is kind of a short match, but Taker goes and hits a choke slam on Farouk. Goes for the pin, one, two, and Kaba Mustafa interrupts the pin. And then outside the ring, Paul... Paul Bear is kind of giving some orders to Ahmed. Ahmed pushes him down. And I will say, Ahmed's not tagged in at all here, okay? So, they start with Undertaker, mm -hmm. gets a little offense, then it's really domination from the nation. No pun intended. I like it. Yeah, and and he's never given the opportunity to even get to his corner to tag Ahmed. Right. So, here where he gets that choke slam, goes for the pin, and gets, kicked, gets interrupted. Ahmed's distracted, and he's beefing with Paul Bearer on the side of the ring. Yeah, meanwhile, inside the ring, Kama Mustafa does this, um, it's like a rock bottom sort of thing, but it's a little higher. Do we know if that's his finisher? Uh, I know his finisher's the whole train. I know, but yeah, I don't <laughs> think he was doing that. Uh, it was kind of like a rock bottom with a little more of a twist. Um, I will see what, uh, what his finisher might be here. Probably should have looked this up before. It's all right. No oh, so his finisher is a Death Valley driver. So, so that was not. Yeah, that. yeah. Well, whatever it was. It, it was kind of like a, a rock bottom, though, but a little more intense. Yeah. Either way, it was enough to um, to get the W here. And one, one two, two three. three. So Nation of Domination wins. And now Farouk and Kama Mustafa attack Undertaker. And Ahmed comes in. Steps in, and then Farouk, Kam Mustafa. They yeah, don't want. Delo, they don't they want beef. Yeah, and Delos there. They don't want beef. They go. They walk I'll towards have, the I'll entrance. Standing ramp. protectively over the Undertaker, uh, so that they all exit. They stand up at the top of the ramp. Ahmed helps the Undertaker up. Yep. Pretty quickly, puts him under his legs. Double underhook. Pearl River plunge. He Whoa! Pearl River plunges him. He Pearl River plunges him. All right. Now what's going on? We all just right, saw right, this right, last right. week. It's just no big deal. We okay. just saw last week. It's Paul. It's Bear just Paul. revenge, right? It's he a, walks a out. He's walking out. He's pissed. It's yeah, a receipt. He's pissed. He's. I think he's more mad at Paul Bearer than anything. He walks out. That's probably why he's mad. Up the ramp. Nation of Dominations there up at the top of the ramp. Ahmed turns around and puts his fist up. With the nation to better, better, bigger, and definitely blacker. <laughs>
We are the nation of domination. They and look Paul, good now. They look, they look so good. And Paul Bear's laying at the side Who of the ring. Who would have thought firing? Objection, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Who would have thought firing <laughs> a white guy would have helped your team out a lot better? I would have thought that. Me too. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> Who would have thought hiring a white guy for the nation of domination in general was a good move? I gotta say, they're 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 cost cutting, they're they're labor cutting, they are doing well. They are doing well here. No legal team. No legal team, but they don't need a legal team. They don't need one. When you got those guys, those beefy five layer burritos of guys. Ahmed, Godfather, Farouk, and then D'Lo, he's more like the Crunchwrap Supreme of the whole group. Or maybe I never he's heard the Doritos I, Locos Taco. I never heard. I think one. Farouk's the Crunchwrap. Yes, it all kinda, a stable. Yeah, a stable thing that's you know, always going to deliver. Always will deliver, and good to eat while you're driving. It's great driving while it's eating. Driving. It's the best yeah, driving yeah. while eating Taco Bell food for sure. Yeah. Uh, maybe fast food in general, outside of fries, yes. but like yeah, for. Fast foods, like you're gonna eat in your car anyways. Why has no one developed a more it's, it's versatile, all contained. It's contained. mobile, supreme, supreme, crap. yeah, with, with crunch, with a little, with crunch. A little crunch. You gotta yeah. have the crunch in there. All right, this is cool though. I, I like where Nod is going. I didn't really like Nod back when they had like these guys. It was just it, it was. was Farouk like, is up. gonna bang your mama. Wolfie D and JC Ice. I do miss Wolfie D. Come on. We do miss Wolfie D. <laughs> Fuck JC Ice, though. Fuck you, JC Ice. I was saying, he was there, he's like, who do you think the two people are going to be? I'm like, it's definitely, they're bringing back Wolfie D. Because they, correct me if I'm wrong, were never fired. They have never seen them fired. They just got. Uh, Sonny might have not signed off that big <laughs> slip yet. You know what I mean? Where are the contracts, Sonny? Yeah. Wetter is better. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the contracts got wet. <laughs> There's a good chance. Could have gotten wet. So a lot to go on. We are, what are we, two episodes past King of the Rain, which means we'll have two more episodes before in your house. I have no idea. I think they so. haven't said the date once. Yeah, that is true. I think I'm just pulling that out of my ass. It's a key. <laughs> you grab my urethra. No, are we? All right, pretty much a good episode. That is season five, episode 24. A lot more in store coming up. Uh, we still have the rest of the tag team tournament. Yeah. We still have the five on five match coming up in um, five guys. Canada somewhere sometime. Calgary Stampede. And I want to see what else NOD has to offer. I would like to see, I don't know. More of mankind, what he's got going on. And we're, let me ask you this, though. Where you give Triple H the King of the Ring. Hell yeah. Title. What are we doing here? Where does this go? You know what? Stay tuned. And we'll break it down. Good night. And God bless wrestling.